Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% luck, 20% Yeah, I want to win. You know, I want to want to see us. Uh, I came back here to, to support Coach Pittman in winning. I, I appreciate him a lot um, when he did when he did uh, send that message that Coach, uh, this is Coach Pittman, I'd like to talk to you. The hair on the back of my neck stood up. I was like, Ah, that's gonna happen, really? Uh, and then and then we talked for a short amount of time, and he said that he had an interest, and and we set a time to talk uh, where we both had time later on. And that, that was exciting. You know, hey, maybe this is really going to happen. Could it possibly happen? You know, I talked to my family and stuff. That could possibly work. And and we had a great talk, great conversation. I think it was over an hour or some, uh, maybe longer than that. And then when I got off the phone, I said, man, you're not going to the job. You know? Uh, I was I was a little bit, you know, surprised about that. I thought, man, I'm, maybe I need to do a better job interviewing again. So, uh but it was a process he was going through and, and taking his time, and I was just anxious to talk to him again. Well, I mean, they about beat us out here at Missouri State. Fourth and one, he throws a touchdown pass on us, you know. Or third and one, I can't remember. I think it was fourth and one. You had to ask him. I, I tried to put it out of my mind. Um, but, uh, I mean, he's Bobby Petrino, man. And he's a wonderful mind, and he loves the state of Arkansas. He's a wonderful play caller, great guy, and uh, I want to win here as bad as anybody in the, any of y'all. And uh, that was what I thought would be the best for us to win. Well, we got to hear from Bobby Petrino and Sam Pittman yesterday, and I felt like I learned a lot. And I felt like after listening to the press conference, this is even a better deal than I thought. Glad you're with us. Hello, everybody. I'm Wes Moore. Christian Weaver back in the studio, and we are live at War Memorial Stadium today. It is a a great day. The sun is coming out, and it is going to be absolutely fantastic. I mean, 2A state championship here in about... Two hours, less than two hours, hour and 50 minutes. We've got some of the officials down on the field talking right now outside the stadium. We've got Bigelow and EPC fans starting to roll in. Uh, already got some uh, kids over there on the sidelines. So stage is set. We, we had the 8-8, 8-man state championship last night, 2A today at noon, 6-30. We have the 6A state championship between Greenwood and Little Rock Christian Academy. So a full day at War Memorial Stadium. The Buzz will take care of you. You can listen to these games on the Buzz today. And then, of course, you can watch it on Arkansas PBS Sports. All right, a lot to get to. We only have an hour and 45 minutes today because the uh, pregame show will start at 11.45 we got to squeeze in Cowboys talk. we got to squeeze in Pittman and Petrino. we got to squeeze in uh, our guest. we got Clint Sterner joining us at the bottom of the hour. And we got Tom Murphy at 1110. Well, I think we but, can just cut off that Cowboys talk. We can just skip that part. Oh, my gosh. How about that game last night? Let's it was just, a good one. We can just lead with that. That was a fun game. Except the officials. Can I, can I gripe about them a little bit? Look, they were, they were bad both ways. Uh, t- 19 penalties for, what was it, almost 300 yards? 10 on uh, Seattle, 9 on the Cowboys, I believe. 
I mean, it was both ways. I'm not saying that they cost the Cowboys. I mean, it cost Seattle. But they were calling ticky-tack fouls. There were so many defensive pass interference calls and holding calls last night. And some of them, they're showing the replay, and I'm like, guys, that happens every play. I mean, we're going to be here all night. The defense is not going to get a stop if you're going to keep calling that. And like I said, it benefited the Cowboys. It benefited Seattle. But I thought that it, they went over the top last night. It was, I don't know if it was the crew, uh, if they're known for, you know, being like that. But, man, that was hard to watch at one point. The Cowboys had a drive. And I think they got four first downs because of pass interference or holding. And, obviously, I'm rooting for the Cowboys. And, and I mean, I was even like, guys, come on. you got to let them play a little bit. It was penalty after penalty. It was like every play there was a penalty. And you could tell. Uh, Herb Street, uh, I mean, they were just, the both the announcers were like, oh, well, wow. Well, Al Michaels seemed more asleep than usual at some points. Well, there was a stretch of the game that it, it was boring it, because of all the penalties and all the stoppage in play. And I don't know. Maybe maybe they got a call at halftime. <laughs> the officials, maybe some, the, the, uh, somebody in the booth told them, hey, y'all got to cut this out. Because it did get better as the game went along. Uh, maybe the team's adjusted. You know, I, you know, I'm a conspiracy guy, conspiracy theory guy. But maybe the team's adjusted, and the cornerbacks adjusted, and like, hey, they're calling everything. We got you know, hands off, and do our best to to not touch these guys. But uh, anyway, that was my biggest complaint from last night. I, I'm expecting huge numbers for Prime since it was the Cowboys, and it was a good game. Uh, my concern is the defense. I feel like uh, the Cowboys' defense statistically is one of the best in the NFL, but last night they didn't show it. Was it just a uh, one of those games where they uh, were kind of sleepwalking through it? Did Seattle have a great game plan? Or have the Cowboys feasted on some bad offenses and some bad quarterbacks? I know last week they feasted on a bad offense. Yeah, and, and look, I'm, I'm real about it. They have played some bad quarterbacks and some bad offenses, and, and they have. They've racked up some numbers, and last night they played a good offense with some good receivers. You know, that Seattle uh, wide receiver crew is as talented as just about anybody in the league. You look at those guys, they, they're stacked at wide receiver. Uh, their their issue has been offensive line, and last night they, they, got, the ball, they got rid of the ball quickly. Cowboys could not get to the quarterback. They didn't have, I don't think they had any sacks all night long. Had a couple of pressures and a couple of knockdowns. Um, but how about the, last night, fifth time in NFL history, neither team punted. In wow. the Super Bowl era, neither team punted last night. That, that was a lot of offense. And, and then they went forward on fourth down several times. And uh, the, that's when the defense got their uh, some stops. Um, but neither team punted last night. Cowboys offense is clicking. I feel, as a Cowboys fan right now, I'm more confident in the offense than I am the defense because the offense has shown that they can score. Uh, here in the last, since really the San Francisco game, McCarthy has opened things up. He's quit forcing the run. You know, he was determined to run the ball, and I'll give him credit. He uh, has realized, you know what, Dallas isn't a good run team. They're much better at throwing the ball. And Dak is on his game right now. you got C.D. Lamb playing outstanding. Brain Cooks is coming on. Tight end is making an impact. Right now, this Cowboys offense is leading the way. Uh, defensively, I think the Cowboys, will, they're going to make some plays. And you saw that last night with the interception. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't take it back for a touchdown. He, was, he caught it and fell down and went out of bounds. But... Uh, it was a, a good good win for the Cowboys. They keep that home winning streak intact, and now it sets up a huge game with Philadelphia next week. Cowboys have some extra pep- you know time to prepare for Philadelphia. Philadelphia has San Francisco this week. Still can't figure out why Philadelphia at home is an underdog to San Francisco. I mean, I, I like San Francisco, and I still think I think they're the best team. But Philadelphia's been playing so well; they've Pretty, I guess they've changed my mind. Maybe Philadelphia is the best. They work about to find out. But Philadelphia at home, as an underdog to San Francisco, that one still baffles me. In fact, it, it baffles me so much I'm afraid to put money on Philadelphia. 
because the guys in Vegas and our friends at Oakland, they, they win. They win a lot, right? Um, and they know what they're doing. So I guess I guess I got to trust them. But if hey, if San Francisco wins, Dallas is one game behind Philadelphia. That game next week with a win would put them in the first place tie in the NFC East with a split of their two games this year. Who would you say is the the leader in the MVP race right now? The leader in the MVP race is Jalen Hurts. Is Dak second? Dak could be second. He's played his way up there. No doubt. Yep. Uh, Purdy's going to get some love. Um, you're going to get Tyreek Hill's going to get some love. Tua's got to get some love. But the way and the numbers that Dak is putting up right now, yes, he's in the conversation for the MVP race. Um, Bland got targeted quite a bit last night. Well, he has been. You know, Lamb had a stretch where he made NFL history with double-digit catches and more than 150 I said yards. Bland. Oh, Bland. Bland. Yeah. Bland. I thought you said Lamb. Um, Lamb got targeted. Man, he got torched last night. You know, the first touchdown for Seattle, he got beat. Actually, it was the safety who took a bad angle, and should he? The safety should, has to make that tackle. Um, later on, but they just kept going at him and going at him. Look, he gambles. Uh, he's very aggressive, and they 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 burned him on that a couple of times last night. But you know what? He got the pick. He had a couple big plays at the end of the game, and uh, and it was great to see the sideline because you you could just see after giving up. I think he gave up three touchdowns. His confidence was shaking a little bit. And he came back in the second half and was a different player. And when he picked off that pass, the entire bench got up and celebrated with him because they they knew, you know, they realized what. What had happened earlier in the game, and for him to put all of that, what do they say about the the cornerback? You got to forget the last play, right? You got to go on to the next one. Short memory. That's what he had last night, and he came up with a huge play. You want to take some calls? Yeah, I'm having a little trouble here with the uh, call screen, so uh, you go ahead and tell me what we got. Andy from Mom L, you're on. Let's go. Uh, hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, just a, just a quick reminder to everybody, it's been an amazing last 72 hours with all the wins and, and obviously the acquisition of Bobby Petrino. Uh, uh, one question I had, and, and I'll hang up and listen, was I know that the uh, uh, head coach and Bobby are, are headed to, I think, Pine Bluff today or yesterday, yep. and yep. you know, looking to go scout a recruit there. Uh, I was just wondering, did anyone know where else they're headed here in-state to, to – to you know, keep in-state talent. Thanks, man. I listen. You bet. I have not seen. Look, I follow you know Richard Davenport, of course, and uh, Danny West, and all the recruiting guys. And the only thing I have seen so far is they were going to Pine Bluff today to see Courtney Crutchfield. But uh, I, I can't imagine that's the only place they're going. I got to think there are some other offensive targets in the state and around uh, that they're going to see. Grayson Wilson at CAC, I've been told. They're going to go see him. Junior quarterback um, that's committed to the Razorbacks. Uh, I, I've seen him play. I saw him play last week. Big, you know, big, strong kid. Uh, he's like a three-sport star. Uh, plays baseball, basketball. Very good athlete and, and a nice arm. Uh, he threw some passes last week while I was there. That it was, I was impressed. And uh, I think he that uh, I just was told they're going to see him also. So yeah, he, they're going to make the rounds around the state. Gosh, I got to think while you're down uh, so close to Pine Bluff, you got to go to Warren, right? They've got all those wide receivers um, that are they're juniors. They're play, there's a lot of talent in the state. Uh, I'd go to Benton. You got you got to make sure you know Braylon Russell's still feeling good. Any offensive targets you have around here, you got to go see them. Savage, what's up, man? What's going on, fellas? Doing all right? Yep. Hey, Wes, uh, you talk about the recruiting. So when Sam and uh, Bobby go out, do they take an NIL representative with them? Or how does that work? I don't think so, no. No, but I'm sure they have the uh, the numbers. And uh, that, that that's a part of it these days. Uh, coaches have said. Right. You know, the conversation is, is not just uh, what, you know, you could do for the football team. It's what we can do for you and what the NIL could do for you. Yeah. You don't go in and say you're going to be a starter next year as a freshman. You're going to get paid as a freshman, so come on. Yeah. So, all right. How about them Cowboys, man? I'm going to get off and present it. 
Yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, I mean, they had me nervous, uh, but the way the offense was just uh, continually driving down the field, I, I I was never too worried about it. I felt like uh, if the defense could get a couple stops, they were going to win that game, and that's pretty much what ended up happening. And how about the defense stepping up and saving McCarthy from getting a ton of criticism today after his call on third down? Seattle's out of timeouts. Cowboys' last drive of the game. It's third and three. They had just ran the ball with Pollard on first down and second down. He picked up four yards, picked up three yards, and it's third and three. Seattle takes their last timeout, about a minute 40 left in the game. And I'm thinking, okay, you, you run it here, and you, you might get the first down, and, and the game's over. You get the first down, and you take a couple of knees. McCarthy went for the big play in C.D. Lamb. And, look, it's hard to fault that either because C.D. Lamb had been so great and been getting open and and coming through time after time. But it stopped the clock. The incomplete pass stopped the clock and gave Seattle a minute 40 to, you know, after the Cowboys kicked the field goal to make it to six. (laughs) He worried me a little bit more by keeping the offense out there on fourth down. Uh, But they were trying to draw him off sides. But uh, ended up kicking the field goal. But the defense stepped up and uh, got the stop, or McCarthy would have been uh, hammered today uh, for his decision to not let the clock keep running and running the ball on third down. And, and the way they ran the first two times, I kind of felt good about a run play there. Any other calls, Christian? Yeah, we got Jim from The Rock. Let's do it. Hey. Hey. Just quick, quick question. Um, and I, I don't even know if y'all know anything about it, but I read where somebody said that uh, LSU tried poaching uh, Hagen Smith. Do y'all know anything about that? And I'll hang up and listen. I have not heard it, but it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. I mean, not not at all. But Coach Van Horn spoke with the media yesterday, and um, he was just literally glowing when he was talking about Hagen Smith and that the his repertoire has expanded. Uh, that he's added some pitches, and he kind of he he said, "I'm not I'm not going to go into it. I'll let everybody see it in the spring when we start playing. What pitches he's added? Um, he said he's added weight. He looks great, you know, size wise. And he said yeah, if Hagen Smith was our closer, he'd come in, you know, throwing close to a hundred every pitch. But because he's our starter, we want him throwing around ninety four, ninety five every pitch and throwing all the other stuff." Hagen Smith's their guy, and Hagen Smith's about to make a ton of money, and uh, I'm glad, we're all glad, he stayed at Arkansas. Let's go to Stan. He's in Little Rock. Stan, welcome to the zone. John, my man. Wes. Your name's Wes. How you do- Wes, I'm sorry. Wes, my man, how you doing? You're, you're, a, little, you're a little early. John's coming on. At, no, John, well, John's, I guess John's not even coming on today, is he? Well, he's off. Uh, he's off. Out of Bounds will have an hour and a half show, I believe. Yeah. By the time that two-way game's over, it'll be an abbreviated Out of Bounds. I hear that, man. I hear that. But look at here. Uh, so you must got uh, Jason, Justin there with you. Nope. Justin's off. It's just Christian and me. Okay. I just tuned in. I'm sorry. But, hey, I just want to y'all. I just want to know what time y'all going to get y'all prediction on the game, on the big game tomorrow. I mean, I guess we could now. Yeah. Um... I think Georgia but wins. I can't wait to hear. In fact, I've already put a little position. money on Georgia. Uh, I got it at four before it went up to five. I wish I'd have got it at three when it first came out. Uh, but I think Georgia wins. Uh, I think tonight Oregon wins. Uh, they've impressed mm-hmm. me the way they've uh, uh, just the last month. They continue to get better. And what no one really talks about is their defense is good too. Uh, I like. Uh, I really like the under tonight with Oregon and Washington. I that's a lot of points. I'm gonna hang up. And li- I'm gonna hang up and listen right. to you. Thanks, Dan. I uh, I think Oregon wins by double digits, but I could see Washington, you know, get a backdoor cover. But that one worries me a little bit. But I like the under a lot more. Um, any other big games? Uh, Michigan's going to roll. Yeah, um, you think they cover twenty two? I do. You know, Pickskin says that they cover the twenty two, and the game goes over. Iowa's ten and two this year. Um, going under the uh, over-under spread, uh, they are uh, that number, and he he's confident Michigan's going to score some points, and they're going to Michigan will cover, and it'll go over. You think Louisville has a chance? Yes, I do too. Yeah. I I almost want to pick them. I um, 
I was impressed with the way Florida State rallied around their backup quarterback, and it's like their coach said after the game, everybody's got to step up their game now, and everybody did. The defense played better, they ran the ball better, and the quarterback made enough plays. Um, and that's a huge, you know, of course it's a rivalry game, and it was in the swamp. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, honestly, I'm kind of pulling for Florida State because it's got that underdog kind of, you know, that. But you know, they're going to get rolled by whoever they play. Yeah, the yeah. But most likely, they'll be the. It'll be Georgia and Florida State, and uh, Georgia would roll, and then uh, you get, you'll have a great game if what we think happens, Oregon and Michigan. And I think we're picking the same game. people. I mean, yeah. I got Oregon, Georgia, uh, Michigan, and Florida State. Florida State. What happens if Florida State loses? Uh, Is it Texas? If Texas wins, they got Oklahoma State. You assume they win, so you got to put them in there, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess the worst case scenario for people is, or for the committee is if Alabama beats Georgia. And then if Florida, Florida State. Loses. Yeah. Florida State loses. Yeah. Because you got. You got to put Alabama in, right? They're the SEC champ. You have to, but then Texas beat Alabama. So. At Alabama, and they would be a, a, a conference champion also. Georgia doesn't get in in that scenario, do they? I think you have to put Georgia in. <laughs> I mean, they're a dominant number one right now. All right. So if Oregon, Oregon I, I don't wins, know, Christian. Michigan wins. They've got a problem, yeah. and that and I like it. Yeah, it, it would be. You would you, wish we would have went with that, Alabama, like a, Texas, I Oregon, they, Michigan. Somebody's getting left out. I wish they would have went like with a eight-team playoff this year and then went to twelve. That would have been cool. No, the, the matchups would have been awesome. But we don't have it. We got to take a break. When we come back, Clint Sterner will join us. We got Tom Murphy a little later. Champs and Chumps, the Zone Rewind. We got a packed show, and we only have. About 45 more minutes, what, no, an hour and 15 minutes to go. Stick around, you're in the zone. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive Ins. This Sports Center. Big weekend of high school football upcoming in the state of Arkansas. You can catch it all right here on 1037 The Buzz. Last night it was Rector rallying from 16 down to take out Spring Hill in overtime, 22 to 16 to win the eight man championship. Today at noon, it's the 2A championship game between Bigelow and East Point Set County. Once again, you catch that one at noon right here on 1037 The Buzz. The 6A championship game is tonight between Little Rock Christian and Greenwood. On Saturday at noon, it's the 7A championship game between Fayetteville and Bentonville. On Saturday night, it's going to be Shiloh Christian against Little Rock Parkview. The 3A and 4A championship games will be next Friday at noon and next Friday night. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget, like diamond cross pendants starting at only $99. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Arkansas Brewskies is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you want to work in a fun, professional environment, this is for you. Brewski's North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. Apply in person at Brewski's Downtown. For more info, check us out online at Brewski'sPubAndGrub.com. Brewski's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind today. For the next 30 days, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for more details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. Is your Oak Lawn a roaring crowd and thundering thoroughbreds? Or is it betting long shots over cold beer and corned beef? For all the reasons we love it. 
Drive Racing is back at Oaklawn starting December 8th. Champion Thoroughbreds, more race days, and the largest purses in the track's history. Join us for opening day December 8th. Make your reservations now at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Quaddy Chevrolet has consistently been at the top when it comes to new Chevy sales in their zone. Justin Acre for my friends up in Jacksonville. And you know that Guadagni Chevrolet surpasses all the dealers from Northeast Arkansas all the way to Mississippi. And that success in new car sales has resulted in an overstock of trade-in used vehicles. So you need to get out there and take advantage of the liquidation sale they've got on used cars right now. It beats anything in the market. And to make it happen, they've partnered with Capital One to get everyone approved for the biggest discounts of the year. Every major manufacturer is represented and they're all good enough for mom. That is the Guatney Chevrolet seal of approval. You know that. People you can trust, people you've worked with for a long time, and since 1957 the leader around these parts when it comes to car deals. Used tracks also being offered as low as $299 a month. They've got used sparks as low as $299 a month. And you can get a used Rogue as low as $174 a month. That is just the tip of the iceberg. New, pre-owned, doesn't matter. You're going to get treated right. Go see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. It's in Jacksonville the Gregory Street exit and online at GuadneyChevrolet.com. You never know what's going to happen in the zone. The big wing and the tide are going down. Are you ready, Eddie, or not? Let's freaking go. Well, he's not the brightest tool in the shed. Or the sharpest. Let's see what the guys are up to today. She dashed by me in painted on jeans. Sterner, play action. Looking, pumps, throws down the middle. Touchdown! Arkansas! Oh, my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, pumps. Emmanuel Swift makes the tackle. Touchdown, Arkansas! Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake. Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Wow. Great day. Live at War Memorial Stadium. We got high school finals coming up in just a couple of minutes, and we got Clint Sterner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Clint, what's going on? How are you? Fellas, I'm, I'm doing good, man. I tell you what, I wish I could go back to them high school days and play in a state championship. That's for damn sure. I, uh, I've seen some great ones right there at War Memorial. I remember Jared McBride back in the day when I was at the University of Arkansas coming down and watching him and them Nashville scrappers go in there and, and, uh, and, and play in a title game. Uh, Jared's obviously a really good friend of mine, and, and uh, it was fun to, to, to look back on those days. I remember Traylon Burks going down there and watching Warren, watching him play both sides. I believe he played Greenwood that day um, not too long ago, man. So I've, I've watched some great state championship games and, and, and Arkansas playoff games right there at War Memorial, man. Great time of year. Oh, it is. I, the next two days are going to be absolutely fantastic for state championship games and uh Right here, front center. If you, and it's a cheap ticket. I mean, if you want some good football to watch, come on out to War Memorial Stadium. Clint, a couple of things have happened uh, since we talked to you on Monday. I don't know if you've yeah. heard about it or not. Yeah, but uh, we got a new <laughs> offensive coordinator at Arkansas, and the the uh, state has done a 180. Uh, Clint, it's gone from uh, just next year's going to suck, and well, you know what are we doing? To the excitement's back. And uh, I don't know how good they're going to be next year, but I can tell you this: people have a little hope now, and that's a great thing. What do you What do you think about the the news? Your first reaction when you heard this? Hell yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, look, I am I am football first. I'm gonna put my personal feelings aside, my my personal emotions aside. And uh, man, I absolutely love the hire, man. I, I mean, you, you want to talk about the shock value that Sam needed? Let's talk about that. I mean, like you just said, the the fan base, the program. Hell, I was at a point where I just didn't know how Sam was going to keep his job. And then all of a sudden, if there is a way, it's, hey, man, you got to go out there and hit a grand slam when you hire an offensive coordinator. And uh, I'll be damned if he didn't hit a grand slam. And so, look, we're talking about one of the best offensive minds in football any way you slice it, not just college football, but all of football. Um, we're talking about a great game planner, a great play designer, a great play caller. Uh, a guy that's going to develop talent within his system, a guy that's going to hold hold people accountable, hold players accountable. 
um, had great, you know, bring a little bit of discipline to um, to the program. Uh, he's been a head coach. You're talking about a guy that Sam Pittman can lean on from a head coach perspective. He's been a head coach in one big at the University of Arkansas, which which I know a lot of people don't want to don't want to realize it or admit it. But I mean, it, it's a it's a unique uh, Arkansas in the SEC is very unique, and it takes a a little different approach and, and a different understanding and and Bobby Petrino has done that at a level that very few, if any, have and so um in a long time. So I just think the the Bobby Petrino hire is worth every penny of it, whether you're looking at it from the morale and the um you know, the outlook of of the program from the outside looking in or if you're talking about it from a football perspective, man. It's it's uh it was big. You know, Acre and I were talking about it and who they needed and I I'm like they need a guy with some head coaching experience. We we saw how valuable uh, Barry Odom was to Coach Pittman. Coach Pittman even told us, you know, that they would talk and he'd bounce ideas off of him. Uh, I thought they needed somebody with head coaching experience. They needed somebody that can that can with X's and O's help your offense because I don't think Arkansas will be able to out athlete some of the top teams in the SEC. So you've got to scheme, uh, and, and I wanted somebody that would bring a little discipline. And, dude, he, it checks every single box. And then Coach Pittman, in his press conference, and I didn't really, I didn't realize this, Clint, but he said, look, I want somebody who loves the state of Arkansas and understands Arkansas. I didn't realize, until Petrino was saying it, how much he loved the state and loved being uh, part of the Arkansas Razorbacks in, back then. And I uh, felt like, you know what, or he knows. He let the state down. He let the team down. He let the program down. He wants to make it right. And so that even that was kind of the topper for me. Well, Wes, that's I mean that's a great point, man. I, you, you look whether some people may watch that and go, yeah, he's got 1.5 million reasons to feel that way about Arkansas right now. And but but I mean there, there's nothing. I mean, you just take the football aside and, and just personally, internally, and emotionally, man, to be on cloud nine, the top of your you know the the the, the, the pinnacle of your profession. Um, you, you're adored by everybody, regardless of how you act. I mean, you're adored because of the level of success that you brought the program to, and that all comes to literally a screeching halt. Um, and and when you get when you have time to reflect, I, look, I don't want to I don't want to make make it sound like my fumble was anything like Bobby Petrino's motorcycle accident and everything that 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 followed. But but there's something about when you break the heart of of thousands and thousands of people, ultimately an entire fan base. Uh, again, whether you do it in, in the act of trying to make a play like I was or you do it in, in a way of, of uh, something you shouldn't be doing kind of deal like Bobby did, either way it goes, I mean, man, you, you just, you're not a human being if you don't sit back and reflect on that and feel for thousands of people and feel like you let them down. And, and ultimately, you're, you're chomping at the bit to, to have an opportunity to to lift those same individuals up, right? To 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 make it as right as you possibly can. I mean, you're literally chomping at the bit to make that happen. And so when I when I hear Bobby say that, I in a weird way can can understand where he's coming from emotionally and from his, from a feelings perspective. And I, and I don't doubt I don't doubt it one bit that there's if you outside of maybe a national championship, you know, just generally speaking as a coach being a national champion, I think if if you set if you sat Bobby down and, and said, hey, man, what's the one thing you want to accomplish before you're through coaching? I would be willing to bet you that that helping Arkansas get back to the, the mountaintop, get get back to the top of the SEC, get back to their winning ways, and, and he playing a heavy hand in that, I would be willing to bet you that's the top of his list. Again, outside of winning a national championship maybe, but um, I, I, I firmly believe and understand where that could genuinely and sincerely be where his heart's at, man. Clint Sterner with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai. Clint, we also learned, or I learned yesterday, uh, that Petrino had to uh, learn the lingo uh, at A&M. He didn't put in his offense and use his place. He had to uh, use the verbiage from Jimbo. He talked about how difficult that was and how he was up at 2 a.m. the day of the spring game still working on the, the lingo and the play calls. At Arkansas, he's going to use his offense and his, his verbiage. Can you? How tough is that for an offensive coordinator to come in at, at the situation he was at at Texas A&M? Well, it's impossible. 
Uh, I mean, it's it's just it doesn't surprise me. I knew I knew when when uh, with Jimbo Fisher he was never going to give up full reign. I knew it personally from watching him, and then after he after he hired Bobby down here, we covered it a lot. I mean, every press conference, it was just impossible for him to say, "Look, I've turned things over to Bobby. I'm the CEO at A and M. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make a boatload of money." You know, it just he just could not he could not bring himself to just simply say. Bobby's the offensive coordinator here. We're going to run Bobby's offense, and he's been extremely successful. It was always about all the minds in the all the offensive minds in the room. And with this much experience, man, you got a lot of talent to pull from. You got a lot of experience to pull from. And so I knew I knew wholeheartedly that uh, that Jimbo Fisher wasn't going to let completely go when he hired Bobby Petrino. Now I did not. I'll be honest. I had. I didn't think Bobby Petrino would would ever take a job if if they didn't let him at the very least, you know, use his terminology and run his offense. Um, maybe he was maybe he was ready to get back in the SEC, tired of the smaller school head coach, wanted to get back in the SEC, um, start to climb back to a head coach position. Maybe I guess is why he would agree to do that. But uh, not surprised at all. Um, I, I don't know. It, it, it's starting to make sense. You know why. Because if, if I had to judge and gauge what I watched at A&M this year, I would say Bobby improved the offense significantly. But I think my, this, my bar for Bobby Petrino is set very high. I would think that he fell short of, of the bar that I expected. I mean, they scored a lot of points against middling teams, and, and they, they didn't, when it was the big games, they didn't seem to score uh, points the way that I expected them to with Bobby Petrino. And, and looking back on it, you go through three quarterbacks, and you're and you're calling an offense using somebody else's terminology. Hell, I think he, I think he. Oh, I mean, look, he 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 uh, exceeded my expectations. If if knowing those those couple of things, so uh, good to know that Sam Pittman is not not silly as hell and going to do something like like Jimbo did. Hey, Clint. Before we go, I got to ask you, what do you think of Dak? He put up uh, some uh, another good game. Had another good game. Put up some uh, big numbers last night. How do you think he's playing? Monster game, man. I mean, look, I, I don't know if Seattle's going to end up being a, a, having a winning record at the end of the year. I have no idea. But but when they beat them, that that is a much better team than they had beaten previously um, over the last month, month and a half. And so I think that's a notch in the Cowboys' belt. And you look at you look at Dak. Dak is playing lights out. There's no doubt about it. Dak's playing lights out. I, I was skeptical, skeptical of of Mike McCarthy. He is he is calling games lights out, both game plan and in the moment. Uh, and I'm gonna tell you, Wes, one thing. And, and I, I had a hard time putting the baby down last night. She she wouldn't let me leave the damn room. But uh, so I, I caught I caught a good chunk of the fourth quarter. The one thing that gives me the most hope and the most confidence in the in, in the Cowboys is that offensive line. The entire group. I'm not saying they're perfect, but they are absolutely trying to rip folks' heads off in in running situations. And and that's just something that that. Hell, I, I'm, I'm begging for Laramie Tunsil down here in Houston, the highest paid tackle in the game. I'm begging for him to show a little bit of that. Titus Howard, the 11th highest paid offensive lineman in the game. I'm begging these guys to be more physical and be more violent. And I turn the Cowboy game on, and they are, I mean, again, I'm not saying they're blocking it perfect, but if you're standing around a pile, you better look out because these big boys are coming downhill, man. I, I, I like what I'm seeing from the Cowboys uh, from that perspective. Yeah, they uh, they're running the ball a little better, and they're protecting Dak for the most part. And uh, the and, and the thing well, that they're running it effectively, right? I mean, that, that's the thing with yep. the Cowboys. It's, it's not we, we all with the Cowboys. We always look back at Emmitt and Moose Johnson and them boys, and are they going to run it like that? They're just not. I mean, and they're not. That's not the way they're built. They're not wired that way. I mean, they they are running it effectively, and and it's they're playing their their offense, their pass game off of it beautifully. And and then in, in situations where teams get through playing the Cowboys, I, I I don't care if they run it 15 times or they run it 30 times. I guarantee you, when teams get get back in that in that locker room, they're like, "Damn, we just got in an absolute dogfight." And that's uh, that to me. That's the part that the Cowboys um, were missing, and that's the part that boy just now they talked a good game with Zeke and all that, and, and yeah. there were years when they ran it well. But this right here, man, is the combination of stars appear to be aligning. Clint, we got to run. It was great talking to you. We'll uh, hit you back up on Monday after uh, all these championship games are decided in the uh, another week in the NFL. 
Love watching CJ Stroud, by the way. He is so much fun. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. (laughs) All right, y'all be good, man. See you Monday. It's Clint Sterner with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. When we come back, we're going to do some champs and chumps. We'll read, uh, I got a lot of feedback on the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line. And we might can take another call or two. Stick around. You're in the zone. The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen. There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because our Kansas like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them, you win them. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app. Gambling problem? Call 800 522 4700. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays and they're only $1.99 at Elliot's. And now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft serve ice cream. Elliot's Mexican Grill award winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials. Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Alias Mexican Grill in Moralton. It's the sale you've been waiting for all year long. Black Friday at Big O Tires. Up to $140 instant savings on select sets of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper and Sumitomo tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire we stock. Get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service, too. Plus, 0% interest when you use your big O credit card, which will leave a little something in Santa's pocket this Christmas. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. was the month of Christmas and the fat man had a bone to pick. A peculiar problem for old Saint Nick. All his elves had lost their ways because instead of toys, everyone wanted new Hyundais. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales of it at Kris Kreme. But when he saw the SUVs of Hyundai, Santa declared, I too shall upgrade my sleigh. So if you hear a rumble in the night with a sleek new Hyundai in sight, just know it's Santa on his way in a new palisade from Kris Kreme Hyundai. It's Justin Acre here to tell you about our friends at Cash Restaurant, downtown Little Rock, and we're getting into cooler temperatures, which means the holidays will be here before you know it. So if you're thinking about booking a holiday party, there is no better place than Cash Restaurant downtown, where you'll find great food, great prices, great space, and also, how about free valet parking? If you're going to book a holiday party, though, get on it now. 501-850-0265. 501-850-0265 or online at cashlittlerock.com. If you've got a wedding function coming up, a corporate event, or again, a holiday party, no better place than Cash Restaurant. I love the variety available on the menu, too. Soups and salads, seafood steaks, and you can get pizzas over the lunch hour. Just a great spot to go down for lunch or dinner and again for a party. And they have a couple of different options on rooms. They've got the Bayou Room, which holds around 30 people, and upstairs a beautiful space for up to 150. Cash Restaurant, your go-to for lunch, dinner, and holiday party season. Get your event booked at CashLittleRock.com or 501-850-0265. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network.
Champs and Chumps is brought to you by Rowdy Hog Pickleball. Located in the Little Rock Outlet Mall, Rowdy Hog is the only dedicated pickleball store in the state. For beginners or pros, they have paddles to meet everyone's need. Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop for pickleball success. My Champs, I think it's pretty easy. Well, it's not easy because after listening to the press conference yesterday, my first champ is Bobby Petrino's agent. She called Sam Pittman to let him know, hey, we want this job. Please consider Bobby Petrino. So for her to make that call, that's what got the the wheel turning. That's what got things in motion. And then I'm going to make Sam Pittman a champ too. I do not think it was forced on him. I think this was his decision. And for him to hire Bobby Petrino shows me what type of a man Sam Pittman is. Because a lesser man wouldn't be able to handle hiring Bobby Petrino, who is a coach, a head coach, who has head coaching experience. And is here no in doubt Arkansas. Yeah, more popular. And more popular right now. You know, Pittman a couple of years ago yeah. was very popular. But, yeah, you're right. It, it takes a big man to do that. And for Coach Pittman to do that, and, li- and listening to yesterday's press conference, and the fact that this wasn't just a, I mean, it was a slam dunk, but, I mean, he interviewed Bobby Petrino. There were multiple conversations. He made Petrino work for this. Like Petrino said, after the first phone call, I was like, a little surprised he didn't offer me the job. But Pittman had other candidates. He talked to other people. But he made the right call, in my opinion. And I'm going to make him a champ also. Yeah, and it is a tough situation for Pittman because if you go into next year and you're turning around and you're winning, everybody's just going to credit Bobby Petrino for it. Well, he needs to get credit for making the hire. Yes, yeah. Um, my champ of the week is Mitchell Robinson. He's the center for the New York Knicks. Um, his high school head coach's wife passed away in September, and Mitchell Robinson visited her, visited her every day when she was in the hospital. At the funeral, Robinson said he'd invite Butch to come live with him in New York. The head coach took him up on it in the offer, and he's been living with Mitchell Robinson the entire season. Wow. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter last night. That, that, that's awesome. What a great story. My uh, chump of the week is Tyler Johnson, plays for Louisville. Uh, he didn't play in the first half in a game last week. And his coach, Kenny Payne, was asked about it. And Kenny Payne, straight up, just told everybody what happened. Tyler Johnson didn't have uh, the right, they didn't have the right tights for him. <laughs> and he didn't feel comfortable playing. And Kenny Payne said, Coach said, we've never had those tights. We don't know what he's talking about. Those tights have never been available, and he's played every game. And all of a sudden, he didn't have these tights and decided he wasn't going to play. Did they go out and get the tights, and he played after half? Like, how did it work? He changed his mind. Oh, okay. He he, he was ready to play after sitting the first half. He, He decided he could play without those tights. Dude, that's what coaches are having to deal with these days? Well, the the Kenny Payne era has not went well at Louisville. Well, it's better now. They've already won more games this year than they have last year combined, or total. So they are a little better. Yeah, they're 4-3. and three. Yeah. Um, Didn't they win, like, three games the entire, like, yeah. what, like you said? Okay. Yeah. Um, my chump of the week is the Detroit Pistons. They went winless in November. Ooh. They did not have a single win. That's hard to do. Yeah, they have the toughest remaining schedule in the NBA. They're 18-82 and 82 in the last 100 games. It, it may be like the worst coaching job I've ever seen. And they hired Monty Williams. At the time, it was the highest paid coach, or coach contract in NBA history. And I don't know what he's doing. Are they, do they have any talent? They do have some talent. It's oddly structured because they have way too many big men, but they're way better than 2 and 17. Okay. There you go, champs and chumps. Let's go to uh, Tony. He's in BB. Tony, welcome to the zone. Hey, Wes. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just I know you got a program 
the structure going on, but could you cover possibly because you cover a lot of the high school football, the semi uh, games that are going on uh, tonight? Uh, who do you favor in those games, and and your outlook on that? And I also give chance to the the whole uh, committee and staff that got that uh, the work the the hiring of Bobby Petrino and and the forgiveness there and. I'll just hang up and listen. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate the call. Got uh, Elkins hosting Harding Academy tonight. Got to watch Elkins last week at CAC. Man, that offense is uh, fun to watch. Harding Academy, uh, they are fun to watch. That game may have a combined 150 points tonight. I think it will be a ton of fun to watch. At Elkins, I'm still picking Harding Academy. They were one of my uh, favorites in 4A. Uh, Warren and Rivercrest, another great game. The Colts have surprised some people this year, but guys, I mean, Warren, do I have to say anything else? Um, very super talented, uber talented. Uh, Rivercrest was a little bit of a surprise to me last week winning. I'm going with Warren. I'm going with the two road teams. Two upsets in 4A. And then in 3A, Glenn Rose goes to Boonville. Man, Coach Keener's done a heck of a job in his first year. Stephen Keener taking over for his dad. Done a great job at Glenn Rose, but, man, they got to go to Boonville this week. Boonville is, uh, they've been number one in a lot of people's books all season long. Uh, very tested. Uh, in the same conference with Charleston and Mansfield. Mansfield, by the way, was the three seed. They're in the semifinals playing Prescott tonight. It's at Prescott. I'm going with Prescott and Boonville, but I'm hoping Glenn Rose can pull off the upset and go to Boonville. Uh, their offense has been in- impressive. They've got a running back uh, balance. He he can go. Uh, this kid, has, he's got some moves, some speed. He makes our highlights every time we go. Heath. He balance. That's off the top of my head. I could be wrong. But, man, I've said his name so many times. I think that's right. So go Beavers. Pull off the upset. We're Central Arkansas Station. I can show a little bias. Uh, we got one of the teams on the field. We got fans in the stands. They've opened the gates, and we're almost one hour away from kickoff for the 2A state championship game between Bigelow and East Poinsett County. Coming up in hour number two, we got Tom Murphy. Talk some more about the Petrino hire. We got the uh, Red White Report, Zone Rewind, Birthdays, Entertainment. Can we squeeze it all in? We're going to try. Oh, and JW's on the line. Have not heard from JW in a week. Cannot wait to get to this call. You know what, Christian? We'll start with JW, then Red White. Stick around. You're in the zone. Arkansas Brewskies is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you want to work in a fun, professional environment, this is for you. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. Apply in person at Brewskies Downtown. For